inspiring you to reach your goals and live your dream. And live your dream. This is the Keaton Nelson Show. All right, guys. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Keaton Nelson Show. Today, I got a very, very special guest for you today, uh, Mr. Ken Jocelyn. Thank you so much for being on the show, brother. Dude, honor, man. Honor to spend some time with all these young cats out here making it happen. That's right, man. We're out here hustling, making some money, making things happen. Yes. Sure. Love it. Love cool. it, dude. Yeah, man. So you just moved. Where'd you move from? Uh, from one side of Birmingham, Alabama to another. Oh, yeah. So just moved into a new house. Yeah, this week. And so that's why I'm sitting in this little, there's a little nook area upstairs with a granite deal. I've got a, I've got like a 13 by 17 room bedroom that's actually going to become my podcast studio. So that's getting set up today and tomorrow before I head to Cancun to speak for my good friend, Tony Watley at his big mastermind down in Cancun this weekend. Oh, sweet, man. So right, you, yeah, man. Can't wait. Yeah. Is that what you're getting into nowadays? You're speaking a whole lot, coaching, doing all that type of stuff? Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I've got the, I've got the privilege and honor of, of having two businesses. Number one, um, I oversee a team with EXP. We do residential commercial real estate in the Birmingham area and in the Atlanta area where I'm from. Um, year before last, I finished seventh out of 3,725 agents in one of the fastest growing real estate companies. I've done about probably close to $300 million um, in real estate as a top mortgage broker for about eight or nine years, then just on the residential and commercial sales side as an agent. And uh, we're building a team through eXp. I'm under a guy named Brent Gove, who's the number three guy right now at eXp. He has 30,000 agents under him. Uh, Brent's a dear friend in our mastermind, part of our GrowStat Drive community. And then on the other side of the business, what I'm super passionate about is my is my Grow Stack Drive community, uh, where we help business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. And we do that several different ways. One is um, we've got an online community where we do two coaching calls a week, Monday morning, Wednesday night. Uh, we've got online courses geared around mindset, strategy, and leadership development. Uh, and then I do a podcast, book, live events, Um, We do a create conference every year in January. It's a number one entrepreneur conference in the Southeast. Um, This past year, friends of mine like John Maxwell, Jesse Itzler, Randy Garn, Craig Siegel, Anthony Trucks, Dave Meltzer, um, Jen Gottlieb. We just had an unbelievable lineup this next January, 26th through the 28th in Atlanta. We're actually running um, early bird specials on the tickets right now. I've got Ed Milet. Uh, my friend Ed Milet coming in, as well as um, my good friend John Maxwell. John will be back this year. It's going to be a phenomenal lineup. Um, we're doing for the CEO ticket holders a private dinner with John on Thursday night, limited to 50. A uh, private lunch on Friday with my guy Randy Garn, uh, and then a private lunch on Saturday with Ed Milet. Um, so it's going to be, dude, it's going to be off the chain. This probably will be our last year in the facility that we're in Atlanta. It's a phenomenal building. Uh, full tech, 65 foot LED panel wall. It's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. we, t- we tech it out and it's, we have a live band that comes in and I'm talking about not just a live band, but the, the guitar player, one of the lead singers toured with Reba McIntyre the week before he played with us. <laughs> so dude, it's sick, bro. It's, it's an unbelievable experience. So dude, that's a, that's a two minute, um, that's a two minute intro on what I get to do, dude. I, I pinch myself every single day. I'm like, legit, I get to do this and I get to make money doing this. It just doesn't seem fair sometimes. <laughs> no, that's awesome, brother. Yeah. And, um, man, I, I like don't normally like to have you know people pitch what they do and stuff, especially up front in the podcast. 
Yeah. Um, man, what you got going on is something that everyone needs to know about. And uh, I tell you what, just for my curiosity, it's going to be a little sales call for you. I'm interested. Uh, you, yeah. What's the dates in January, man? Uh, 26th, 27th, and 28th. Day after my birthday, brother. It could be a, Is it? Come a on, birthday. man. Yeah, it it's a good birthday be. present for myself. Uh, that sounds freaking awesome. Um, we can talk numbers off the show and stuff. Because yeah, I, yeah, most I'm definitely. Totally interested. Um, but yeah, man, I always wonder, like people like you, you guys are like high performers in my let. You, you talk about all these yeah. people, Bradley, current Gardone and stuff who've been on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Dude, like what is going through your head when you're starting this stuff? And how did you get there so damn quick? Because in my head, that's going to take three lifetimes. And what's going yeah. on in my mindset that's making me think that way. <laughs> so I'm like getting a little free coaching call right here. But yes, you, yes, you are. Um, you know, I started when I first met Grant um, in October of 2019. I had been super successful um, back in the early. I mean, for 30 years. Um, and, I, and I'll start with Grant in October of 2019. I met Grant. Didn't have any idea. Didn't know who Grant Cardone was. No idea. Popped up on an Instagram ad or Instagram thing. And I'm like, dude, who is this dude? Like, I don't get around people that have as much energy as I have. It's just, they're few and far between. And when I saw this dude, I'm like, what in the world? So long story short, within literally within a week, I saw Grant. The next Saturday, I'm on a webinar. I sign up. Monday, I'm in the mentorship program. Friday, I'm in Miami at 10X Boot Camp. And as I told Grant, I've spoke for him twice. I spoke to all the licensees. I spoke to his entire team down at 10X headquarters. Like I said, two times and the licensees. So I've been, I spoke at 10X headquarters three times. As I told Grant, I said, you know, I spent half of the last 25 years in full-time vocational ministry. So I put it in a context he could understand. And I said, gee, I said, when I came down here to 10X Bootcamp, it was like the businessman on the inside of me got born again. Something happened. Like there was just a, there was a fire that was lit on the inside of me for this. And so from that to just the massive growth, I mean, I'd made about 115, 120 grand the first 10 months of 2019. We're just talking about two years ago. I made $129,000 the last two months. It was unbelievable how everything just, I mean, you say 10X, bro, hit 10X. But inside of my 10X planner, before we, before we created our own, I took Grant's 10X planner and literally put it on steroids. Before we did that, I wrote in the quote section of my 10X planner every single day for about a year and a half until I created my own, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. I believe in that quote so much, dude, that I, I literally printed it at the bottom of every page in my planner. Yeah, It is get in rooms with people who think bigger than you. So when people ask, Ken, how in the world have you done what you've done in two years? I understand the power of proximity. I understand the power of relationships. I understand the the importance of being around people who are at not just the next level or two levels ahead of you, the importance of being around people who are so far ahead of you. When you get in a room with them, it literally freaking is like dynamite and it blows the lid off of your mindset. And you just begin to believe that things are possible. Like when you get around, I just, we just had our GSD elite mastermind, something dude has blown my mind. What God's doing. Our GSD elite mastermind is a 30 K a year mastermind for guys. Minimum. You have to make a million dollars a year. 
I've got, we had three eight-figure earners in the room, guys that are making a million dollars a month. And one of those guys, my buddy Jafar Jafari, Forbes magazine calls him the Tony Robbins of Persia. Hmm. I'm at his house in Calabasas. He lives right across the street from one of the Kardashians and right around the corner from Donald Trump's ex-wife. That ought to tell you everything you need to know. We're sitting in the back and he's like, what are your goals this year? I said, I want to make a million dollars. Me, personally, I want to make a million bucks this year. He leaned across the table, bro, and he goes, a month or a week? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, w- I want to make a million dollars this year. Just me. I want to clear a million dollars. And he leaned across the table again. He goes, a month or a week? And then it hit me. <laughs> and I just started laughing. And I'm like, dude, listen, just let me catch up to the million dollars a year. And then we'll work on the million dollars a month. But, dude, when you get around guys like that, when you get around guys like Brent Gove, who is a dear friend, he's the number three guy at EXP, 30,000 agents in his downline, a million dollars a month in residual income every month, every month, a million bucks. When you get around guys like that, dude, the lid automatically gets blown off of what you think is possible. Because now I'm like, million dollars a year is it maybe it is a million dollars a month maybe it is a million dollars a week when i get around guys like randy garn who serves on my board and is one of the guys in my corner randy helped build tony robbins he's best friends with dean graziosi he's partners with brendan bouchard in the high performance institute he sold a multiple seven or eight figure coaching business several years ago he's he he's been super successful, but he's also a fantastic human being. And when I have somebody like Randy Garn, the Friday of Create Conference, the first day who leans over to me when Jen Gottlieb's on stage and he goes, now I know why God connected us. I'm here to help you get your message to the world. Mm. When you have people like that in your corner, dude, it's almost impossible not to do amazing things. Mm. But for everybody out there listening right now, you've got to take a step. You've got to trust the the passion and the vision that's on the inside of you. And you have got to put yourself in proximity with the people that are going to help you not get stuff done, not even necessarily connect you with other people, which that's super important. But just first step is, is like taking some dynamite and blowing the lid off of your mindset. I've got a saying, I've said this for 20 plus years. All the way back when I was a pastor, when you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. When you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. When I spoke down at 10X headquarters the first time, actually it was the second time, Jared Glant was in there. I spoke to all the licensees, all the grants licensees. Jared was in there. My buddy Richie Dolan, who was running the licensee program at the time was there. And Jared comes up after I get done. He goes, dude, you're really good. (laughs) <laughs> said, dude, I've been on stages for 20 years. Like I've been on big stages with John Maxwell, like eight, nine, 10,000 people, 20,000 people at some events. Like I've been doing this a long time. Like I put in the work. So when you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. That's good. That's good. It's cra- crazy. I mean, I- I've been to a few masterminds recently where like these guys are so, so, so far ahead of where I am. And I'm just like, it does open your mind what's possible. Then you're just like, geez, what, 
Like, how do I make that quantum leap? How do I make that quantum leap? Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're not going to make it today and tomorrow. It leans into a concept I created over the past year and a half called incremental, not monumental. Small, daily, disciplined decisions over time always equal monumental results. Success cannot escape you when you do the right things every single day. It it, it is impossible. Listen, when I first got connected with Grant in October of 2019, four and a half, December the 9th, that was the last weekend in October, December the 9th was the first time I got invited. There There were 12 of us out of a thousand that were in the Grant's original mentorship program. First one he ever did. It was 12 of us that got invited. He handed Sherry Ennis a list with 12, a, a list, 12 spots. Grant hand wrote my name in the list. I was number one. And he said, Sherry, go find 11 more people. She called me up. She goes, Grant specifically asked for you because of what had happened like in the four weeks. I mean, I made 129 grand in like six weeks, specifically asked for me. So when I got down there and I shared, there was 14 of us, I think in a little horseshoe shaped in 10X headquarters with Grant, Jared, Sherry, Richie Dolan, Alan was there who runs all of Grant's marketing and media. And I, sh- I was sharing my story. Out of those 14 people, I can probably name, I know them all real well. I know what all of them are doing. Maybe one or two of those other 14 people are still going every single day. Mm. We, we overestimate what we can do in the short term where we underestimate what we can do in the long term. Listen, you've got to right. build momentum. And it is the incremental, not monumental. Small, daily, disciplined decisions over time always equal monumental results. I just hit a, I hit a milestone this week, and I'm going to show you this picture for all of you guys watching online. This is my, this is my before and after picture. Oh, shit, man. That's 80 well, that, that right there is probably 65 pounds. I'm down another 15, almost 15 pounds since that picture I took a month and a half ago. 80 Thanks. pounds. It didn't come off overnight. It right. takes time. But now when you look at that picture, every time I show that picture, I get the same response. Oh, my. Dude, yeah. that is unbelievable. But if you watch my journey every day, it's not overwhelming. You don't look at it and go, oh, my God, dude, that. You, you, know, you see me every day. You don't see the incremental journey that I take. You didn't see me cranking out 10 miles on the bike at Planet Fitness on the Peloton doing a 30-minute ass-kicking bike ride today or an F45 class yesterday where I set three PRs and burned like six or 700 calories. Like you don't see those things. You don't see me connected with Gary Brecka doing 10X health systems and investing about six or $700 a month in my supplements. So I can do what I'm doing every single day, small, daily, disciplined decisions over time. Because if you see me every day, it's not that, it's not that amazing. But when you look at where I was six months ago or a year ago or a year and a half ago, you're like, dude, that's freaking absolutely amazing. And that's where people miss it, dude. Mm-hmm. They overestimate what they can do in the short term and underestimate what they can do in the long term. So how have we done it? I was on a, I was on a mentorship call with Grant, it's probably been six, eight months ago. We're in a mentorship. There's like 1,200 people on this call. So I'm texting Grant and Zach, and Grant gave us homework. He said, I want you to go to five people this week, and I want you to ask five people to describe you in one sentence. So I text Grant, and I text Jared, and I said, hey, I got a question. So Grant <laughs> calls me. He goes, Grant calls me preacher. 
And he goes, Hey, preacher, what you got? Ah, that's said, hey, you, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says, uh, he goes, he goes, Hey, preacher, what you got? I said, Hey, G, this guy named Grant Cardone gave me some homework this week. I'm supposed to ask five people to describe me in one sentence or less. Since you and Elena are sitting side by side, would you guys give me the honor and be the first two people? And he just laughs and he goes into thought mode. And after a few seconds, he looks up at the camera and he goes, Ken, you always show up. Every time I look up, I see you on social media. Every time I look up, I see you sitting in the front row at one of my events. Every time I look up, you're doing your own event. Every time I look up, you're, you're publishing a new podcast. Like you are constantly there every single day. And dude, when you do that, you build momentum. See, momentum is key because when you have momentum, the impossible seems possible. And when you don't have momentum, even the possible seems impossible. The easy things you can't even get done. So how do you create momentum? Think first downs, not touchdowns. Just move mm-hmm. the ball 10 yards down the field. Dude, it's not rocket science. It's not, it's not no, sexy. It's not sexy. It's not People don't go, oh, my, you know, grab a planner. Freaking write your goals down twice a day. Write your gratitude and affirmations. Write your top three. Like, be consistent every single day. Consistent and persistent over the long run will get you everything you want to accomplish in your life. And you can't quit. You, you're going to have, I say this, don't let a bad hour turn into a bad morning or a bad e- afternoon. Don't let a bad afternoon or a bad morning turn into a bad day. Don't let a bad day turn into a bad week or a bad week turn into a bad month. Dude, if you have a bad moment, or you, which I have bad moments. Dude, I, I, there were some things happening this weekend that had me freaking smoking hot at some people on my team and people that I'm really close with. I had to just take a step back and breathe. I had to call two friends of mine and have them help talk me off the ledge. Like it, it happens. It's not always going to go great. Mm. When I did our create conference this year, dude, it cost me a couple hundred grand. Like I, I was down in my bank account under $17,000. Dude, my, my budget, I just did payroll yesterday. My payroll was 17,000 bucks. Yep. Is that weekly? For, that's that's every week. other week. That's the first week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 17K. Yep. Like that's all I had in the bank. Dude, you talking about going all in. Freaking, I went all in. And I stood up on the stage at Create, and I said, you guys see all of this. You see John Maxwell. You see Jesse. You see what we're doing. But what you don't see is you didn't see the sleepless nights at 2 a.m. with me waking up going, dude, do you really have what it takes to pull this off? Mm. Dude, can you really do this? Like me questioning, okay, dude, you've done some crazy shit in the past, but do you really have what it takes to pull this off? And here I am standing on the stage going, yes. And all of you guys in the seats and all you guys listen to podcasts and all you guys reading the books and all of you guys coming to move the needles and all the things we're doing at GSD, you're like, oh my God, this dude's crushing it. You know why I'm crushing it? Because I don't freaking quit. I always freaking show up. It is incremental, not monumental. I'm telling you, if you'll do that, you'll look up every 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 180 days, you'll look back and you'll be like, dude, you won't even recognize who you are. But look at this. When I showed you this picture, you were like, oh, damn. Yeah, like, damn. <laughs> people don't even recognize. Dude, every yeah. time I see guys, I play basketball at Sanford University a couple of times a month. I don't get to play a ton because I'm too busy. But every time I show up, the guys are like, dude, you look great. 
dude, you look like you've lost like another 30 pounds. I'm like, oh, it's not 30, but it's probably eight to 10. Every single day, just freaking show up. Think first downs, not touchdowns. Stop trying to throw Hail Marys and make and change the world in 30 to 60 days. Just move the ball 10 yards down the field. Just get a first down, get four new downs, move the chains and get four new downs and do the same thing. Create momentum for yourself and for your team. And when you do that, dude, when you have momentum, the impossible seems possible. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm starting to feel that happening. Like just a taste of it. Um, the past few weeks, I've been getting between like three to five new clients a week, and that's never happened. The, mm-hmm. I had a long run of six months of one new client a week when I was first starting out. That felt really good, but now it's like really starting to pick up. Um, but it, it's like it's testing my systems and all the things that are happening on uh, my back end and all that type to, of stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's good. It's, it's natural. Exactly, yeah, it's exactly what it's designed to do. Yeah, that's right. And it feels good. It's exciting, a little scary, but you know, I, I'm like trying to <laughs> keep away from that self sabotage BS, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then I also want to, um, I mean, you talk a lot about leadership. I'm interested to get some insights and leadership, especially for myself as like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm having team huddles every day, just chatting mm-hmm. with my team, making sure everyone's on the same page and, and mm-hmm. getting everyone a chance to see a little bit of inside and behind the scenes of the business and not just what they do on a day-to-day basis. Um, and, you know, uh, I got a little pushback today from one of my, like my number two, right. My, my go-to and um, on, because we're pushing a whole new service out with this video editing stuff. And, um, and she's like questioning whether or not we can do it and how we're doing it and might break, you know, our new video editors down and stuff. I'm like, no, we got this. It's going to be a little bumpy, but we're going to go through this right. and stuff. But I don't know if I responded in the, the best way. I don't so know. You're, just, you're, you're the visionary. And the problem with, I had, I had a mentor tell me this 20 years ago. And this guy was uber successful, three or $4 million house on Lake Lanier uh, in Northeast Georgia. I mean, he was, you know, he graduated from Georgia Tech. He was an engineer. I mean, he was a multi, multi-millionaire. Went to lunch one day and we got done and we came back and Andrew looked at me and he goes, Ken, re- always remember this. Vision comes cheap to a visionary. Your role as a visionary is to figure out which vision you need to go after. So for you, if you've got a number two that operates like a 1A, 1B for you, I wouldn't roll out. How many people are on your team? Sheesh, now uh, eight. eight. Yeah, I would never roll out new vision to the whole team until I got buy-in from maybe my top two people. I would pull them aside. I would let them be involved, not in the decision-making process of, yes, we're going to do it, or no, we're not going to do it. What are the hurdles? I'm a visionary. What am I missing? Because right. you're going to miss stuff. Bro, you're a visionary. Hell, yeah. we all see like, oh, this is what we're going to do. It's right, right over there. <laughs> Dude, when, 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 I did, when I did the Create Conference, and my best friend Nate worked for John forever, helped build and sell Enjoy back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And Chad Johnson is, is one of the guys, Mark Cole and Chad Johnson. Chad's John's right-hand guy at, at uh, the John Maxwell Company now. And so I was on a Zoom, I was on a FaceTime with, with um, Chad about booking John for Create. Had no idea what the cost was going to be. It was 80K. Man. To get John to speak. Thursday and I did the fundraising dinner for David Pollock and Hugh Jackson, two, two really good friends of mine, and then opened my conference on Friday morning for 90 minutes. And so I'm on the phone with Chad and Chad, Chad and I talking, and it had been a while since I talked to Chad. And he said, 80K. I said, okay, send me the contract over. I'm, I'm good. He goes, okay, great. I got off the phone. I called Nate, FaceTimed him, 
I said, hey, man, Chad said to tell you, hey, Chad was Nate's intern when he first started at Enjoy with John. And Nate goes, how much? I said, ADK. He goes, how are you going to pay it? I said, I have no freaking idea, but I told him to send the contract over and I was going to sign it. And that's exactly what I did. And what it did was it caused me to go out and find solutions. That's right. To take care of that ADK. That's right. Exactly what it did. Yeah. What am I, how am I, this year, John's a hundred and Ed's 75. So it's mm-hmm. 175 K in two speakers this year. So yep. how am I going to do it? Guess what? We're going to figure out a damn way to get it done. Not only get it done, but this year I want to clear a half a million to three quarters of a million bucks on that event. Yep. So how, how are you going to fix it? You, you can't get solutions sometimes until you create problems. That's a good point, man. Cause you know, I always think like when a problem comes up, like let's say it's tax time or, you know, payroll's coming up and I'm a little shy or something. And, um, I decide, you know, listen, I've got to go find this money from somewhere. I always make it happen every time. You know what I mean? So, but then I get comfortable and everything's cool and stuff. And I kind of put it back down. You know what I'm saying? You know? Um, So maybe like from what you're saying in my head, I'm like, I'm going to go create some problems for myself. And then I go find the solution to motivate myself to, you know, find the solutions, yeah. kind of like a biohack, but like a mental yeah. hack, you know, yeah. but is that the right way to go about doing it? Or should you just, well, I mean, I just think, hot I, I think no matter what. Yeah. I think on the finance thing, I mean, dude, I go all in all the time. So, I mean, hell, I'm probably the wrong guy to ask about that. Um, and there are times, man, I get out over my skis, but I would, I would say this, like, you know, when you're talking about payroll and some things like that, um, I think you've got to look at, you know, what do I need? And you got to kind of reverse engineer it. I've got to have, you know, 50 K a month or like our goal this year is uh, our goal in the next six weeks is 250 K to bring in the door. We're looking at, we're trying to get to 1.9 million. That's not trying. We will get to 1.9 million. Listen to me in my mindset over here. We will get to 1.9 million (laughs) revenue this year. Uh, But in that I've got to make sure that I know what that goal, I know what the bullseye is. You you ever, you ever been to T-ball game? You know what sure. T-ball is? Yeah, little yeah. five-year-olds. You know, you got 800 kids in the field. There's not just nine. There's like 20 out there. Yeah. Half the kids are picking dandelions, chasing butterflies. You know, Johnny's in right field picking his nose. Nobody has any idea what's going on. You know, little Susie gets up to bat, and she hits it, and she runs to third, and the coach grabs her and points it towards first. And Grandparents are going crazy, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters. Everybody's there. There's a ton of energy. It's super exciting. But at the end of the hour, everybody goes home. And they don't know who won because they don't keep score. Like, that's another thing. In my planner, guess what we did? I put a scoreboard at the bottom of every single page. So at the end of the day, how did I live today on a scale of one to 10? Where was I? Yesterday I was at, I'll show you. Uh, yesterday I was at, this is where I'm normally at. Yesterday I was at an eight and a half. I gave myself an eight and a half. And there's all my stuff, dude. Yeah. Quote, goals, gratitude affirmations, top three. Uh, wins 1% better. How can I improve? And then my goal is the second time. Like, what does that look like? And at the end of the day, I'm, 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 I'm rating myself, you know, and I think that's in my mind was mindset for yesterday. Like, I, you know, I got to believe bigger. Like there's, there's some things that kind of trip me up throughout the day that I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I can't let that, I can't let that happen. So you got to take some self-reflection, but you've got to be able to keep score every single day. Grant at his office with his sales team, Dude, they have freaking gigantic 70-inch TVs that are flashing real-time numbers for the sales team. 
all the time, bro. That scores up there. All the, the carrots always right there in front yeah. of him. And I was watching Jerry did a Jerry did a live yesterday on his page, and I think the top guy. Let me find this post because it was good. Uh, if it's still up there, yeah, the top guy, two hundred and twenty-four k, two hundred and twenty-two k, two hundred and ten k. That's his. That's the sales team. He's got a ten guys that are over one hundred and thirty thousand already this year. You know how they do that because they keep score constantly. There's a constant scoreboard in front of them all the freaking time. So we've got to be able to keep score for these guys. Yeah, I got to do that for myself for sure. Yeah. Man, um, I asked a, a few questions I asked for all my guests that are on here, right? Yeah. Um, just out of curiosity, um, you have a, a big regret in your life that you, you keep falling, well, maybe not keep falling back. What's like the biggest regret you ever had in your life? Um. Oof. That's a good question. Um, probably not believing God for bigger things and making and making a greater impact. Because for us, it's not about the, it's not about the money. I talk a lot about significance over success. Um, you know, the significance versus success part's huge. I mean, I got off of a stage in Michigan twenty years ago behind John Maxwell and ahead of one of my mentors. The next day, my mentor sat me down at lunch and she said, Ken, do you want to be significant or do you want to be successful? Because they're two, they're two vastly different things. Um, and I just, I got to a point to where it was like, okay, because she was, I was 31, 32 years old. I thought I was, you know, I thought I was all that in a bag of chips back in the day. And so I began to really lean into her, her wisdom and really started going after significance, significant leaders build others around them so that those people can win where successful people or people who chase success use people around them so they can win. And it's just two different leadership styles, two completely different leadership styles. Um, So I think that's, I think it's super, super, super important. Um, I just think it's super important to understand the difference between significance and success because it really, at the end of the day, the dollar figure doesn't matter. At the, at the end of the day, I, I bought a new Range Rover last month. Doesn't really matter. You know, yeah. I bought another, I brought another Breitling. Doesn't really matter. I mean, it just doesn't. Like, how am I making an impact? How am I helping guys like you? How am I helping people in our GSD community? How am I helping people inside of our GSD Elite Mastermind? Dude, we had 22 people at our mastermind two weeks ago in Atlanta at a couple million dollar lake house with an unbelievable view of Lake Lanier in Northeast Georgia. And dude, I had, I had guys and, and, and husbands and wives get up in the hot seat and just weep. I had, I had a girl get up who's a single mom who's crushing it. I had a guy who's got a seven figure chiropractor office get up and just go, man, I, on my faith, cause it's a faith-based mastermind. You know, my faith, I was taught this my whole life. I'm not sure if it's real anymore. Like, I'm not, I don't really know what this looks like. So being able to create environments where people can have honest conversations and they're getting great feedback from people who care about them, not about their results or what they can do for them. Mm. Yeah. It's me hard as a leader. Makes me, makes me think, am I using them or am I trying to make them, uh, you know, give them a place to thrive and yeah. succeed? You know, it's true. One of, one of the things, one of the things I think is huge in that is Brandon Dawson at Cardone Venture talks a lot about um, his PPFs which are personal, professional, and financial goals and really helping your team 
go after those personal, professional, and financial goals? Like, what does that look like? Like, how can I help you win in your dream, in your personal, professional, and financial goals? Understanding that if I help you obtain those, guess what you're going to do? You're then in turn going to help me obtain my goals that I have as well. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you speak a lot about faith, man. You're a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pastored for, I got, gave my life to Christ August of 22nd, 1993. I pastored for 12 out of the last 25 years, um, youth pastor. And then I planted, I planted several churches and grew several churches and uh, love. I get, I get probably one of the biggest questions I get asked now is, do you miss pastoring full time? You know, every Sunday, sometimes yes, but dude, I, I, I minister and pastor people now that would never set foot, foot in my church when I was pastoring. We had a we had a really cool church, really great, you know, really great culture. Uh, we would we would call it in that we called it a life giving culture. It was like like you didn't want it to end. It was so cool. God was moving in such a, a huge way and changing a lot of lives. But now I get to go outside of the four walls of the church and help people with their faith and help people with the journey. And dude, we've got I've got Muslims in my group. They're not all they're not all Christians, but I'm just trying to help them. I, I point them to Jesus. But I just try to help them navigate that relationship and just be salt and light. That's it, man. Mm. What's your What's your spiritual practice like? Uh, well, I, my morning my morning routine's huge. Like I uh, before I go to bed every night, um, I've got my my workout clothes laid in a chair in the corner of my room. My pre workouts mixed up in the refrigerator. First thing I do when my alarm goes off is I grab my phone and I've got, uh, I've got, a, I've got like a, it's called my, the time with my, my time with my father. And it's probably a dozen worship songs. I'll pick one out that morning, play it, screenshot it, put it on my Instagram account. Uh, and then it's right into you version, uh, which is the Bible app. Yeah. So I've got a reading plan that I do constantly. I'm going to read this this morning. I did uh, actually Randy Garner and I are doing a, are doing a reading plan together. So what book, what, what verse you read, what book you read, the, uh, reading right now? Um, uh, this one is actually either new King James or maybe NIV. Um, I'm not, I don't know exactly. I'm in, I'm in this, I'm in the Matthew explained is the, is the one that I'm in now. I love the, the Matthew's a good one. Manga. You've seen, um, what's the, let's see the chosen. You seen that yet? Mm-hmm. I have not, but I do, I do know. Gotta check that about. out, man. But yeah, I heard, I heard it's amazing. Yeah, it's mind blowing. When you go back reading the the books, it's man. You look at Matthew differently. You look at all these guys differently. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's awesome, man. I got one more question for you. Then I got to wrap it up. Uh, be respectful yep. of your time and mine. Um, so you get to uh, you get to go back in time, right? You can go back at any age, right? And you're only allowed to tell yourself three sentences. Mm. How old are you when you go back, right? How old, what's the age you picked? And then what are those three sentences? And you, I'll let you choose whether or not you want to explain why. Yeah, I would probably say um, 21 to when I got out of the Air Force, when the Air Force after high school um, for a few years. I would say 21 and probably uh, the number one thing I would probably say to myself is, a, a quote that I, I used every Sunday morning inside my church. And that was Ken God's love for you isn't predicated on your performance. He loves you because he created you period. Number two, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you go find the most significant and successful people and get around them. I think if you went to 
you know, guys like, you know, I say Grant, Elon, Bradley, any of the guys, you know, anybody that you know, I, I'm not friends with Elon, but any of the other guys that I am friends with, their mentors. I think if you get around the right people, you can learn so much. And I think that would be my advice. Hey, you're going to be okay. God's love for you isn't predicated on your performance. Go find, go find, get it. Here, here's what, here's what the future looks like for you. And here's where you're going to go. Um, go find the people that you need to be around in, in order for you to learn and glean at an earlier age. Dude, I was 35 years old before I figured that out. And I've got, I've got 20 mid twenties guys inside. I've got a 24 year old kid in my mastermind. He paid 25 K cash to be in our mastermind. He's the number one real estate agent in the Bay area. He just switched to my EXP team. He'll make over $2 million this year. And he just closed. He turned 24 the 29th of December, about a month and a half before that he closed on his first um, real estate syndication, 194 door unit in Dallas, Texas, 30.8 million. He raised $8.1 million to get this deal done at 23 years old. I would say go find guys like Abbas Muhammad and get around those guys and learn um, because there are guys. I've got two kids in my group. It's sick. I call them kids because they're like 24 to 27 that are multi-millionaires. It's, it's crazy. I, I would get around those guys, learn, and they're fantastic human beings. That's, exactly. the, that's, the, that's the great part about it. Dude, they're fantastic human beings. Find those people, spend as much time with them as you can. Uh, and learn as much as you can. That's exactly what I probably would tell myself. That's good, man. Well, listen, guys, I do the show for free. I want to bring people on like, like Ken here to, um, to bring you guys some knowledge, to open your minds to some other crazy shit. Like there's 24-year-olds out there making a couple million dollars a year. Yeah. Buying $8 million properties and stuff. Um, $30 million property. $30 million raised, property. raised $8 million the down payment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Crazy. exactly. Crazy. See, that's, that's wild. Um, I know I, I just want to put the, I get people who ask me like, hey, you want to invest in real estate? You know, buy a triplex, a duplex, 12plex, something like that. I'm like, no, if I'm going to buy a piece of real estate, it's going to be like a 60 plus unit. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be, you know, at least 1500 a month per rent per door. And yeah. people look at me and they're like, how are you going to do that? I'm like, I don't know yet, but I, I ain't touching any real estate until that comes my way. Um, but um, yeah, it's um, there's a different ball game out there. And, and I wouldn't even think that way if I didn't hang around people like this. And this yeah. is your way to passively hang out with them. Just listen to the podcast. I mean, this, this is the you way to do it. This is how I started doing it too. And next thing I know, I'm getting them on my podcast and hanging out with them. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you guys, because this is free, to go out and share this with someone else because there's someone else who needs to hear this. If this episode wasn't for you, that is completely okay. I guarantee you know someone who it is for. Um, and until next time, just thank you so much for listening. Ken, thank you for being on here. I brother. appreciate it, bro. Yeah. Honor. Totally. Guys, keep it real. Peace.